Okay, so continuing with Brach of Slach Lanu. So right after Hashivenu, so after Hashivenu, so we spoke about it last time, and concluded with the, the Brach of Hashivenu. And again, we said that it was, it's a, it's a tefillah for tshuva, right? Tefillah for tshuva, ultimately, that's the main ikrifit. But then we said, how does it all tie in? Because it really is like, you go through the words, you want to go through the ideas behind it. So we had a, a bracha that we're saying, we're asking for closest or kirvas Hashem, kirvas Elokim, for closest in tefillah, for closest through Torah. That's what the bracha is all about. So, how is it a bracha of tshuva? And then we ultimately say that because the older way to retrieve tshuva, tshuva is shavel Hashem, to come back to Hashem, to return to Hashem. How do you return to Hashem? By coming close to the Torah, by coming close to mitzvos. And ultimately, that's the way that we can achieve, achieve true tshuva and coming back to Him. Right? So that was just the kids where we spoke about last time. So, anyways, the bracha of Hashivenu, the Indian is tshuva itself. We're asking Hashem for assistance in actually doing the act of tshuva. So now, the bracha slach lanu continues and after Hashivenu. And the obvious question off the bat is, slach lanu sounds a lot like Hashivenu. <laughs> right? It sounds a lot like. We just asked for tshuva. Now, Sachanu, Avinu, oh, Father, forgive me, this and that. I sinned, Kichatanu, right? Machalanu, I sinned. Like, doesn't it seem like the same kind of Indian? So, in reality, it follows the same Seder, similar to even with, with Tashivinu. That we're just going a little bit deeper. Different Indian. But we, we asked the same question with Atachon and Tashivinu, right? With Atachon, we said, it's a bracha for Torah. It's a bracha for Chachma. Then we say, Hashivinu is a bracha for Torah too. So, what's the difference? We said, ah, because. Atzachora was a bracha for Chachma itself, for Torah knowledge itself. Hashivenu is a bracha for actually connecting to that Torah knowledge. Now we're continuing the train kind of. So then we say through connecting with Tshuva. Then we do Hashivenu, which is Tshuva. But now there's actually there's two parts. There's two parts of Tshuva, so to speak. There's the Tshuva that we do, that we have to do, the actual act we have to do. And then the only way to actually achieve full Kapara, which is full Tshuva, is Hashem actually has to forgive us. Hashem has to actually do what? Hashem has to actually wipe our veils off the face of the earth and completely cleanse us because that's the way that we achieve tshuva, right? It's Yom Kippur, and that's what Yom Kippur is. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. It's the Day of Atonement, right? We spend the whole month of Elul doing tshuva. We spend the whole month, we do Rosh Hashanah, we do, we do tshuva the whole time. Then Yom Kippur is ultimately the day where we're in Libecho, right? Where, where, um, where Hashem finally cleanses us out. So the reason Slach Lanu follows Hashem is because this is a bracha asking Hashem to forgive us. Asking for Hashem to actually accept our tshuva, which we just asked for in Hashivinu. Asking Hashem to actually, it's a bakasha for Hashem to actually give us the kapara that we need. Or to actually move on, move on from our sins, move on from our veils. So, we see over here that without tshuva, without tshuva, Hashem is not mocha. Right? We need, in order for us to actually, for Hashem to actually mocha us, bechalanu, or for Hashem to be mocha us, we have to ask for it. We have to do, well, first we have to do tshuva, we have to actually do tshuva, which is then Hashivinu. And then, even higher than that, and Rashi says in Babakama, he actually explains that in order to actually achieve the next step, which is to actually achieve Mechila, you have to actually ask for it. So first, in order to begin to start to achieve, um, do, to actually do Tshuva, you actually have to do Tshuva. You have to actually do something to even begin to achieve Kapara. And then in order to actually achieve Mechila, you actually have to ask Hashem for it. So that's what this bracha is. This bracha is there for us to actually ask Hashem for Mechila. Right? When you wrong a person, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, just in an, you think of it in an, in an, it's an easily applicable analogy anywhere. Right? At the end of the day, when you, if there's someone, let's say you, let's say you stole from somebody. Let's say you stole, you, you stole, you stole from one of your very close friends. Someone that, you, you know, really trusts you and you went into his house and you had his code and then one day you're just like so tempted and you just like stole something from his house. You stole his iPad or something. Right? At the end of the day, 
you could do your the act of tshuva, which is returning it. But but is it, do you, is it are you fully like off the hook right now? Until you like if you just simply just like slap the iPad back and like walk away, like, how do you think the other guy's gonna feel? He's gonna be like happy he got his iPad back, but he's also like, what the heck just happened? Like, where's my friend? Like, wasn't this guy like I live into my house? Like, he doesn't even say anything to me. He doesn't even talk to me. Right? You have to go back. You have to say, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me on this. Then ultimately, you can move on. Right? But you can't ever just move on just by doing the act itself. You need actual mechila. So it's two parts. It has to come from the guy, the, the guy who actually committed the sin, and then the, then who's going to be forgiving him. So, in the beginning of the bracha, we see this slach lanu avinu, which we have, we have over here again. So look at the nusach askenaz. So slach lanu avinu ki chatanu mechal lanu malkinu ki fashanu. Interesting. It seems like a repetition. It's mamish repetitive, right? Slach lanu Hashem forgive us. Slach lanu means like forgive us. Avinu, my father, ki chatanu because I sin. Ki chatanu mechal lanu malkinu and Hashem please pardon me. Please be mochal me. Malkinu, my my king, kifashanu, because I sin. It seems like it's just a repetition. It seems like literally the same thing in two different sentences. So what's the Indian? What's the depth behind it? Then at the beginning, what do you say? Slach lanu itself. Slach lanu is refer, is connected to avinu intentionally. Why? Because to a father, to a father, even a son's sins that he does amazed, even a son's sins that he does on purpose. Right, which are really on a much higher level, are viewed as what? The viewed is just a chet. They're viewed as a sin, but at the end of the day, the father doesn't, he views them as shogig. A father views them as shogig, right? When a father even sees his son do something terrible to him, a father still views it as shogig, right? Because that's what, a, that's what a father is, the Indian of a father. But when you continue, when you see, but regarding a king, right? If, a, if someone does an Avera, even beshogig to a king, how does the king view that? Amazing, right? So there's two different levels here that we're seeing. Of mechila, right? Level number one is of the father. Slach lanu avinu kichatanu, lashon of avinu, our father kichatanu because we sin, right? And then what? And the next one is mechalan pardon us our king, which is another next level. Kifashenu, a pesha is on a higher level than a achay, right? A pesha, like pashanu, is referring to like rebellion. You did that. That's not just amazing, but like that's like a real. You you did it because you wanted to be rebellious, right? And in the first one, chay is a it's a chay. Okay, we sin. Right, so at the beginning, we, when, when we say, when you actually say these words, right? we do like, you know, your first one, that's referring to a b'shogeg, right? Avera is they've done b'shogeg. So you think about that, you actually contemplate that, you write it in your sitter, right? B'shogeg on top. They, they, you did on, by accident. And then, say, okay, keep b'shogeg, that you did amazing. And so what's the idea? So again, we have two different levels of, of, of mechila. Well, we see that slach l'anu, Hashem, um, pardon us, whatever, forgive us. Right? In English, it, is, it seems to be on a lower, lower, lower level. The second one, which is mechal, like mechila, is on a higher level. So ultimately, at the end of the day, in each of these, these, um, these little, you know, couple words, we're asking for them to remove all trace of sin that we ever had, all erosion of sin. Why? For the father, ultimately, when we're asking the father after we ask for forgiveness from our father, there's nothing left. The father doesn't even view. The city more, especially if we did it. We sit up in Bishogi, we messed up. Okay, the father is you, you give give him a hug and walk and you move away, right? With the king, it takes a little bit more. You have to, it takes a little bit more. You have to, we have to mamish beg. We have to say mechal, pardon. Please, we need a pardon. We need a presidential pardon here. There's no other way to get out of here, right? We need. It's a whole another level, right? We can't just like walk away. Like we need, we need something much higher than that. So that's why for amazing, we're asking, we're begging Hashem as a king. We're asking Hashem as a king, as opposed to when we did Bishogi, we're asking as a father. Hashem, please just overlook it. 
we're so sorry. Amazing, we're saying, as a king, we're begging you, as a king, Hashem, mechalanu, forgive us, please be well for us. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to think about this and as you're doing it. So what, and as you're actually saying these words, you're supposed to actually have, you're supposed to feel charata. You're supposed to like pause for a second and actually try to feel a bit of regret. Because at the end of the day, just by saying the words, and remember, we're during davening, we're not just saying words. Again, we are, and like, you're Yodse, if you say the words, it, Hashem loves the words, it's like, no problem, like, we, we say that all the time. But if we want to actually connect to davening, actually appreciate davening, we have to actually think about what we're saying and try to actually try to connect to it a little bit. Try to feel something, try to like think about something, you know, maybe it's something that you've done, whatever, just like feel a little bit of regret for it as you say these words. And feel like you're talking, and then you're actually talking to Hashem. It changes, it changes the game. So, interesting question, also, over here, is why does it say, Slach lanu avinu ki chatanu? I really think about this. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. You know, you can use ki in order to think about it. The ki means you know, four different things and whatnot. But it, it, can, it seems like it's saying here, on one, from one perspective, Hashem, forgive us, because we sin. What kind of logic is that? <laughs> right? Hashem, forgive us, not because I'm sorry, not because I regret it, because I sin. Hashem, please forgive me because I sin. Right? The logic literally doesn't make any sense. What, what, what does that mean? Forgive me because I sin. So what are we appealing to in this bracha? What are we mamish appealing to at the end of the day? Hashem is not just a person. Hashem is not melech basar v'adam. The only thing that we could possibly appeal to Hashem for, and literally this is what we're saying, is we're going after Hashem is racham v'chanan. Hashem's mercy. That Hashem is, Hashem, all Hashem wants, we said in the bracha of Hashivenu. Hashem is harot seh b'tshuva. Hashem wants us to come back. Ultimately, Hashem didn't create the Hashem didn't create the world. Hashem cr- tried at the beginning. Medrash says Hashem tried creating the world, but just meet us at din. With if you sin, you're done. You're toast. Couldn't work. Or didn't work like that. It wasn't possible. It was impossible for the world to be sustained like that, right? So Hashem had to mix and meet us a So what are we asking Hashem when we're saying this? We're asking Hashem. It sounds from a human perspective ridiculous. From a human perspective, ridiculous because we sin. But no, from a spiritual perspective, from a Jewish perspective, what we're saying is, Hashem, the only, the only, literally the only thing that I could ask from you, the only reason I can, the only way that I can ask if you need to forgive me is simply because of the fact that I sit and I need your mercy. Like, that's it. There's nothing else I could say. I'm embarrassed. There's nothing else, nothing else I can say to you. So, there's nothing else we could say. When a person actually says, and a person actually admits it, a person says these things, forgive me just because I said there's nothing I can do. When a person admits it and says, and actually turns to Hashem and says that, Zohar says that Satan can't touch him. There's no, there's no time that Satan has on you. In Shemayim, the Satan, like all of a sudden, he's, he's like, shut up. Like, until, you, until you actually admit it, until you say in this bracha, during this bracha, right, that I sin, you actually say I sin. The Satan, he's bringing out the charts, he's bringing out he's got all the Lashon Hari you spoke today. Bringing out all the things you said, he's like, you know, presenting the case. The second you say this bracha and you feel it's a shtikal charata, he's like, shut up. Like, he can't say anything. He, he has no, he's no time anymore because well, our ultimate appeal was, what are we going to do? We sin. Now what? Salta can't say anything. And that's why I shout. So that's why we say this bracha three times a day. It's, it's a constant cycle because, again, I guarantee you, this is just every single person. Between Shacharis and Mincha, we were over a lot of Averas. And if the world was just Ron and Midas Adin, we wouldn't be here. It's not possible. Between Shacharis and Mincha, our life would end. Right? So, that's not the, so we have to appeal to Hashem's Midas Arachim. That's what we're saying. Hashem, Ki Chatan, because we sin. There's nothing else we can, we, we can bank on. It's just because of the fact that we know we sin, we're coming to you, and all you can say is that we sin. We admit it. We're so sorry. There's nothing else we can say. We love you. Please forgive us. And Hashem will forgive you right away. So that's the, so that's, so that's the first part of the bracha of Slach Lanu. And just this concept, again, just the kitzer, just what to keep in mind. 
is that from because the question originally was Hashivenu into Slachanu. It seems like a repetition. A bracha for tshuva into Slachanu then seems like another bracha for tshuva. So what does that mean? Hashivenu was the concept of tshuva. That was us doing tshuva. But there's two parts of achieving full tshuva. You have to, we have to do the tshuva from our parts. We're asking Hashem to help us do tshuva. And then we need Hashem to actually accept it. Hashem to give us mechila. Hashem to be mochalas. Hashem to forgive us. That's what we're asking for in the bracha following it. So we go tshuva into mechila. Asking Hashem for that. And then once we have tshuva mechila, bam. The sins are gone. The sultan can't touch us. And we're ready to go. And we're ready to live our life as an Hashem. So that's the, that's the first part of the bracha. Stop there.